Jake and I were just talking about my fucking uh, my fucking week. I because it's been a while since Jake and I have been on. You know what? I'm gonna walk it back. Welcome to Snickles, <laughs> the tournament bracket podcast where we put everything head to head. We don't really have a slogan yet, but I'm Darren the Wait, Hidden. We used to have something that was better than that. We did. I'm Darren. It's, oh, it's, it's been, been a been while. It's that. been a while since we've been back, Jake. So I got. I'm a little rusty. I'm Darren the Hidden Snickle. I'm Jake the now truly fully revealed Snickle. Um, that's Smith. great. Uh, we'll cut there. Anyway, I, uh, I had a shitty couple of weeks. I got, um, two parking tickets in the span of 10 minutes. I parked my truck on Broadway in Denver and I ran into a store for literally 10 minutes. I checked the clock. I knew exactly what I needed and I went in, got it, came right back out. By the time I came out, I had a ticket for $25 for not paying the meter because I got cocky and I was like, they won't catch me. It's 10 minutes. They won't. Ca-. And it was also those meters, I believe, are free after six on week on weekdays. And it was like five fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, I got a ticket for not paying the meter because I got cocky and then. Also, not being not having an up to date registration. So, how many tickets? Two tickets to paradise. Totaling to yes, two tickets to paradise. Pack your parking tickets. We'll leave tonight. Uh, why why isn't your registration updated? Because it's expensive. I don't have that kind of money. But your car is like, you got it very recently. Yeah. You just never registered it. Yeah. So it's not it's not that your registration it's isn't not, updated. It's not it's that, that your car has never been registered. Well, it's not that I'm just like lazy and just sitting on ass. I'm I am waiting to I'm trying to save money to afford it, but then I get parking tickets and I that doesn't happen. You're not just lazy sitting on ass. I mean I am, but not about <laughs> the the registration. Jake, you know what? I would say it's good to have you back, but you're being a bit of a smart ass, so I think that would be I a lie. I don't really know what you're talking about, because we just finished recording the last episode, and now we're starting this new one. I don't know. If anyone can put two and two... God damn it. If anybody can put two and two together, if anyone has half a fucking brain, they know that's a fucking lie. That's a bold-faced lie. What are you talking about? I'm still in my brother's room. My parents' house, remember? Wait, so all of la- the last couple weeks was a dream? I don't know what you're talking about. So I didn't get those parking tickets? I don't know. Did you get them before our last record? Which was just minutes ago? I can't remember. I don't think I did. Well, do you see them anywhere around you? No. Doesn't seem like you got them. Why'd you let me take that nap between recordings? That quick 15-minute nap. I told you not to, repeatedly. Why'd you let... But you could have done more to stop me. You could have done more. What could I have done? We're in separate places. You could have threatened me with death. (laughs) I did, several times. Was I asleep for that when you threatened me with death? 
I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't tell when you fell asleep, but I was... You had your headphones on, and you were laying back in your chair, and you said... I said, Darren, I'm going to cut your throat. And I remember what I said there. I was like, Darren, go sleepy now. I bye said, bye. Darren, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come into your apartment when you're sleeping. And this is regardless of whether or not you take this nap. I'm going to come into your apartment, and I'm going to cut your throat. And I said, Darren, it's sleepy time for Darren now. Bye-bye. I'm going to take, take that big Bowie knife that you have. Which is by gonna, my bed for I'm intruders. I'm going to slit your throat. And then after you stop bleeding, I'm going to cut the rest of your head off. And then I'm going to use your pillows to make it look like your body is still there. So that if anyone comes down to check on you, they'll see your head and a body. But your body will actually be gone, Darren. I'll have the body. You're a full-bodied boy. That's what I said while you were... I guess you were napping during all that. Yeah. And that and was, a, that was I guess, after I apparently... Uh, I mean, that was apparently after I definitely said, Darren goes sleep... Dare Bear goes sleepy bye-bye now. And apparently somehow your subconscious interpreted that as you getting uh, two tickets to parking dice. Yeah. I do have to park my dice truck from now on, from time to time. Darren, is it true that you, uh... You had fuzzy dice hanging from your rearview mirror, and then you took them off because a girl made fun of them, and after that, you started getting parking tickets? Was that not in my dream? I don't know. You just kept saying... Well, I... I we were talking. I felt like we were talking, and you just kept saying, fuzzy di no fuzzy dice, bad lucky. You kept saying that over and over. No fuzzy dice, bad lucky? Yeah. Huh. I need to write some of this down. I wonder what it all means. No fuzzy dice, bad lucky. Yeah. So no. I, just, I, I was just assuming, I was putting two and two together, that that's when your uh, parking troubles began. I think what I was saying was, no... The fuzzy dice are, because I think she was saying, those fuzzy dice smell bad. And I was like, no, the fuzzy dice are bad, but they're lucky. No fuzzy dice bad, comma, lucky. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're Frankenstein talking. Huh? No fuzzy dice bad, lucky. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. No fire bad, warm. <laughs> that's what it's probably what i was saying so those those fuzzy dice are still there baby they're still hanging in that in that mirror darren that door behind you wasn't previously open yeah it opened yeah yeah it, it opens and shuts on its own okay yeah it's a ghost all right but i mean i've lived with it i've accepted it what kind of a, a ghost a demon i think it is it's a demon. Oh, a demon yeah it's a demon i don't think a demon is a ghost darren I mean, it's I, up I for interpretation. Split, I think we're splitting hairs here, but I don't think a demon is a ghost. I don't think, I don't think a person dies with like things left unfulfilled and becomes a demon. I think a demon comes straight from hell. Have you played Doom? Uh, yeah, the original. So it's the same thing. They're all the same. If if those demons didn't die with unfinished business, why do they want to kill the 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 Doom guy so bad? Because they're demons, would be my guess. But, like, what's driving them to want to kill the Doom guy so bad? They're demons. 
So they're just like made of pure evil. So they just oh okay, I mean I don't know man, it's in he's invisible. I hear uh, hooves at night. I see footsteps climbing up the ceiling, going or climbing up the wall, going up to the ceiling. Um, I've seen faces in the walls. Um, I once had a night yeah, terror. There, I once had a night terror any, that Rudy Giuliani was sleeping in my bed with me. Huh? Are there any signs that you're being haunted though? Like I just said, Rudy Giuliani. I thought Rudy Giuliani was sleeping in my bed with me. Oh. Yeah. Hey, did you know that Rudy Giuliani married his cousin? Are you thinking of uh, Woody Allen? No, I'm thinking no. Woody, Woody Giuliani. Allen, Woody Woody Allen married his daughter. His stepdaughter. Oh, that's right. Who was like thirteen when he met her, or something like that? So is Woody still married to his cousin? What's his cousin's name? Is it Woody? Woody and Rudy? No, uh, I don't. I don't remember her name, but they're not. They're no longer uh, with us in marriage. <clears throat> they're alive though. Yeah, unfortunately. Interesting. She. I don't know. She might be fine, but probably not because she married Rudy Giuliani. Well, Jake. If we're being realistic here. Well, yeah. Does anybody true? Does anybody truly come out of an encounter with Rudy Giuliani alive? Uh, Has anyone no. ever seen Rudy Giuliani and lived to tell the tale? Um, no, I thought that maybe one guy had, but he hasn't. Yeah, who was the one guy you thought? Well, I was thinking uh, that guy. Uh, Fred, that I, I the YouTube I the knew. YouTube star the old YouTube star yeah you thought he... notice how notice how you haven't seen any videos from him lately <laughs> yeah I think he just I thought he just moved on but he, I mean you thought he saw Rudy Giuliani I think he just moved on though I think he met Rudy Giuliani and that's why he's no longer uh, making videos I don't know we'd have to look that up cause of death <laughs> he saw Rudy Giuliani he got Julianated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jake, how was your week or month? Uh, well, ever since you went down to take your nap, I haven't done much, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's felt like a week or a month to me. Yeah. Darren, uh, you might not know this about Darren, but he Inception dreams. So he goes, like, six layers deep, and it feels like... Uh, it, it feels like three hours, even though it's only a two and a half hour long, uh, movie. I think Darren is spitting into that, uh, can he has. I'm spitting in the, the there's two compartments. There's a spit and a swallow compartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it says it and on the just... can. One side says spit, the other says swallow. So what happened, I understand now. Darren bought those cans for the house because everyone spits into them, and then he drinks that. Sometimes, sometimes I make a I make a oopsie. Mm. Do you, Darren? It's a oopsie. It's not. Is it, Darren? No, I don't have any fetish. You for keep. That. Why do you keep getting the open cans then? I grab them to clean up after my housemates. And then you drink from them. Yeah, I. Well, I have to clean what they. I have to fix the mess that they've made. What mess? Whether it's inside a... or outside the can. Well, it's what the can's purpose is. Do you do you go around eating out of trash cans? Sometimes. Okay. Like, well, oh, this, this case... trash can looks dirty. 
You would never eat out of an empty trash can. Is this, what is this? Some sort of like one of those commercials? You wouldn't eat out of an empty trash can. <laughs> you wouldn't marry Rudy Giuliani's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't download Woody Allen's stepdaughter. Ah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, I thought you were going to take that bait a little bit, but you didn't. What, that I would marry his, or I would download his stepdaughter? Yeah, but you didn't. It's cool. It's chill. Jake, what are we going to, are we going to continue this bracket or what? Yeah, we're just going to keep keep on with the bracket that we just finished, the first half of. Okay. Uh, as you can tell, we don't have a guest because it's just been, it's been so fast between records that we didn't have time to get one on. Yeah. That's okay. That explains a lot. All right. So Darren and I have just brought some more, uh, some more bits to the table. Sure. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sure. Jake. Okay. Darren, what are you doing with your hair today? With my hair? I've, yeah, I haven't like, touched this, my hair. What's this windswept look you're going for? What's the skinny on my hair? You like it. You fucking like my hair. Admit it. Darren, you look like a early, like a, sorry, like a mid, a mid-career Bo Burnham right now with his, like, with his hair all. Well, you know what, you know? Jake? Everybody's been asking me to watch Bill Burr. Let's take that. Let's cut it. Let's take it again. You know what, you Jake? To, you want me to give you the, you want me to give you the run-up again? No, I'll just start from. No, I'll just give it to you, Darren. You look like a mid-career Bill Burr. You know what, Jake? Everybody's been asking me to watch Bo Burnham's. Fuck. Okay, can we cut that? Let's take it. Let's take it back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start from the yeah. Uh. All right. You know what? Let's just forget. Let's just forget about it. It's not important. Let's just let's just dip. Let's just dip our wick into this bracket, huh? And start sucking sucking the juices off. Goofing about Bo Burnham's new comedy special. Now that's what I call an inside joke. All right. If you say so. Um, uh, look, it, it's a joke bracket. Okay, we're doing one-liners. If you didn't listen to the last episode and you're just trying to listen to the finals to like get a pipeline version of it, that's fine. But you missed. If for some a reason lot. you're listening to this episode and you looked at the episode right before it and you didn't see the first half of the bracket. For whatever reason that that could happen. But in your defense, if you did do that, the first episode was pretty weak in terms of <laughs> options. So uh, we have decided, you know, just, tell, just explain it, Jake. What, what, what did we decide? Uh, look, I came last time with 16 jokes. Some of them, I, I brought bad jokes on purpose to highlight how bad these uh, lists are. Because I, I did, Darren, I, I looked again and I looked through like the top eight lists, the top eight list of one-line jokes and there were some real weak options on there so i thought it was funny to add those uh but this time we've trimmed it down we've trimmed those 16 down to four and then darren has brought two additional jokes and so have i uh we haven't shared those jokes with each other so they may be uh they may be uh the same who knows who knows what will happen anything can happen when you're young and in love yeah. Okay. That's the Snickles tagline. 
<laughs> did you figure out whose joke is going when and where? Yeah, I did. It's all just random. Great. That's. And what's the tiebreaker? That was the best system. What's the tiebreaker, Jake? Uh, which comedians made the most money off of their uh, careers? Okay. Of course. Because that's how you know what's funny. Just off right? their careers. So if there's a comedian that has a side gig, we have to do some deeper digging to find out. If they're if they're like the heir to a, say like, the for a jelly bean fortune or something, then that doesn't. I would I won't count that. Okay. Wait, Darren. I have one thing to say. What's what? Before we start, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I think I have a billion-dollar idea. Everybody's got their fucking billion-dollar ideas. All of a sudden, fucking last three days, everybody's like, oh, I got a billion-dollar idea. What is it? Who else? Who else? My stepdad, my father, me. What's your billion-dollar idea? A fucking step thing for for your camper. It's steps. I think that exists. Well, it's a different way to do it, Jake. <laughs> what way? What's the way? It's, it's easier. I forgot what it is exactly, but my dad had it and he loves it. He built it out of out of scrap. <laughs> he built it in a cave wait, with a box wait. of scraps <laughs> to to prevent <laughs> shrapnel from going into his heart. <laughs> That's a rich, That was the original use, and it became a good patent. A good potential patent. For a fucking RV stepladder thing. Your billion dollar idea is something that your dad invented and came up with? I said I would help market it. <laughs> you don't remember what it is. I don't. So <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're doing a very good job. I, can't of marketing. Tell if it, I don't know if it was in the dream or if it was in real life. <laughs> well, if it was in the dream, you should figure out what it was and then bring it into real life. I remember it was a good idea. I remember that. All right, so Darren, you know how they have like jelly beans for like real gross stuff? Yeah, like boogers. Yeah, boogers. Boogers and, like, and cum. Yeah, boogers and cum and stuff. Yeah. What if they made jelly beans out of stuff you're not allowed to eat? Like bleach, laundry detergent, Windex? Cum? Oh, you're allowed to eat that. <laughs> Only I, I am. Yeah. All right. This is what do you getting, think of that, Derek? We probably probably don't want to go into this territory too much. What do you think of that idea, though? Uh, yeah, it's for people who want the sweet embrace of death, but they don't want to actually be fully. Because I've always wondered what bleach tastes like. Yeah. Or like Windex has a very unique smell to it, but I don't think you want to drink it. I've drank Windex. Tastes like Ant? blue Powerade. I bet it does. Yeah. So that's what I think these jelly beans would be good for. You can sort of like sit your kids down and be like, look, this is what bleach tastes like. Then force it into their mouth. They'll be like, no, stop. Yeah. And you force it. You push I it saw in you like, looking at that bleach. Now you have to eat this whole pack. Yeah. You got a pack of bleach I could bum? What do you think of that, Darren? Sure. All right, great. I love your enthusiasm as always. As always, Darren just seems thrilled to be here. Yeah. I don't know why he even does this. I don't know why he does the show. Yeah. It's like an hour a week, and he can't even give me that. Mm. He can't even come with any, enough energy for that. He's got. Now I'm giving got you two hours. Him. I'm giving you two hours. <laughs> that, 
I needed so much energy for I need a 15 minute nap between them. So you give me, you give me about six minutes a week of usable content. Yeah. Uh, you ready, Darren? Yeah. Let's hear your first joke then. Is oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. My, is my joke the is my first joke the first joke that's going up against whatever we got now? Yeah. All right. Um. <clears throat> this one's from this one went viral on Twitter, but it's from a local Denver comedian. Mm. Uh, cops be like, I can't be racist. My wife's eye is black. Zach Reinert. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think because you can. I think Zach Reiner has an album out on Spotify right now. Uh, just right now. Just for the time being. Okay. Uh, that's good because, Darren, cops are the most likely to commit domestic abuse. That's that's the joke. <laughs> and also, uh, are known for being racist. That's also the joke. So that's uh that's what's good about that joke. Jake that laughed bad about it. Jake laughed uh, on on first <laughs> listen. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good joke, Darren. Is so? Are we doing this like my joke is up against an existing joke that we already had, or my joke is up against your joke? Uh, no, it's gonna be up against an uh, existing joke. Okay. And here's the joke, Darren. I'm sure wherever my dad is, he's looking down on us. He's not dead, just very condescending. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that one. <laughs> uh, that's a Jack Whitehall joke. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm. I don't know, man. This is this is a tough one because uh, I uh, I don't particularly. I'm more of an acquaintance to Zach Reiner. I've met him a couple times. I wouldn't say I'm a friend of his. Um, we never like he hung out. Wouldn't say that about you. He definitely wouldn't say that. About <laughs> me. He'd say who? Uh, and um, I uh, definitely don't know Jack Whitehall. I absolutely do not. I don't even know what he looks like. Uh, but I will say, in terms of just if we take away fame, career, all that stuff. I would say Zach Reiner is maybe the best person I've ever heard at doing one-liners. And I think that he hasn't gotten famous because he hasn't tried. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> I think that's the only reason. Uh, so the Jack Whitehall joke is good and it's more timeless potentially than Zach Reiner's joke because say a day comes when cops are just they're doing their job they're doing what we pay them to do and they're not being racist they're doing it out of the love in their hearts and they're not beating their wives then Zach Reinert's joke would no longer hold any weight but until then Zach Reinert's joke holds a lot of weight which almost in my opinion makes it better because it, it's it's calling out uh, a fallacy. It's, it's calling out a societal issue 
that everybody wants to get rid of and some people don't think exists. And the other one is very relatable, uh, but it's not it doesn't create like a call to action. Ultimately. Uh, here's the thing, Darren. I sort of agree with you about some of what you said, but like, when have I ever had to deal with systemic racism? Never. When have I had to deal with a condescending dad? More often. Okay, alright. I was having trouble. I didn't know if you did or not. Uh, yes. Believe it or not, Darren, this is all hereditary. This whole podcast has been the movie hereditary yeah that's how it started wow ari aster is an is a genius <laughs> i take back everything i said about midsummer uh it, that all that was part of hereditary wow <laughs> that movie me not liking it that's insane gene absolute genius yeah uh no darren i think i like the uh, police racism joke just a bit more, but I I, like, I really like both of these jokes. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I enjoy both of these jokes. I just think that the police racism joke is more effective societally, and uh, it's darker, and I am probably always going to have a soft spot for the dark humor. And it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's probably... I don't think cops say that. I don't think it's true in that sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I like that one, Darren. We'll move that one ahead. Okay. Next up. I have a, I have a, a, a new Dimitri Martin joke for us. Okay. That I think is pretty funny. Because we eliminated his joke last episode, right? Yeah, but I didn't think it was his best. We, neither of us thought it was his best. Yeah. Uh... I keep a lighter in my back pocket all time, all the time. I'm not a smoker. I just really like certain songs. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Sort of a slow burn for Darren. Hey, because the lighter. Uh, versus, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. The uh, the old Mi- Mitchy Mitchy Hedberg. Okay, I uh, like that Dimitri Martin joke that you picked, the new one. I like it. But this is up against what I consider to be one of the best one-liners of all time. And, like, it, yeah. some people would say, like, when they think of Mitch Hedberg, when anybody re- reminisces about Mitch Hedberg's jokes, that joke will be quoted. You can... Bet your bottom dollar. If anyone is like reciting any, if anyone's reminiscing about how Mitch Hedberg was and reciting his jokes, that joke will be told. The Dimitri Martin joke is good, but that joke probably won't be told. It is one of his best, though. That is one of his best. It's pretty easy to see where I'm leaning. Yeah, I think I like the Dimitri Martin one because it's like, I mean, it just feels like such a Dimitri Martin joke, right? Like, it's not like, 
I don't know how to say this. Like, it's almost just such, like, a a tame sentence that, like, it's almost, like, not interesting. But the way he, like, sets it up, I don't know. There's just something about the way he, like, lulls you in. And then I think it's very funny. It is very um, funny. But, yeah, I mean, the I, I used to do drugs thing. It's I remember the first time I, I heard it. I, I loved it. I still love it. I think it's, I mean, it's also a very just like <laughs> weird thing to say. It's not a, uh-oh, Darren's tearing up. Oh boy. Darren's imagining he's holding the microphone, singing the natural, the natural anthem. The natural anthem. <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, I like the Dimitri Martin joke. I picked it. I went out of my way to pick this one. Uh, but I still have to, I had to pick the Mitch Hedberg joke, Darren. It's just it's one of the, it's one of the best jokes. Period. I agree with you. I think that's a good choice. I feel like we are going to be uh, we're gonna be a little biased towards our own jokes. I think. Sure, but I picked both of these. Right. That's true. Yeah, you did. And I picked I picked your joke last time. So. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's your joke wasn't up wasn't in the running though on that one. Well, but I did pick that one. Yeah. From the list originally. It's true. So, anyway, Darren. Do you have to sneeze or what's going on? I'm getting allergies pretty pretty horribly down here. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's hitting me. <clears throat> do it or don't do it or die that's what I always say yeah what's next uh, next up Darren let's hear let's hear a joke my second joke okay so this one is from the big red machine himself uh, William Montgomery a guy that I uh, look at for so much inspiration in my own comedy. Um, I look at him as like the today's Andy Kaufman. Uh, the joke is, I like when my mom goes out of town because I get to sleep on her side of the bed. Say that again? I like when my mom goes out of town because I get to sleep on her side of the bed. Jake's really pondering that one. So it seems like this is a guy who sleeps in his mom's bed with her, but he likes it when she's out of town. So that's sort of like what I'm trying to figure out, because that's like uh Because when she is out of town, she is no longer occupying the spot that she would be occupying if she were in town. Yes, I understand that, but, like... he can roll to her side of the bed, uh, the spot that she normally occupies. If you you enjoy sleeping in bed with your mom, I don't think you would be happy for her to leave town. But he's just happy... He it's he's not he saying says, he's not he, he says, never said that he enjoys sleeping in his in bed with his mom. He's well, only he said that he enjoys he when she it? goes out of town. 
Why does he do it then? Who knows? That is not explained. I think it's a it's a good joke. I just think it's missing some backstory. That's the point. <laughs> it's supposed to be missing. It's supposed to make people wonder what is going on. I think if I had to workshop it, I would say this. I enjoy sleeping in bed with my mother, but I also enjoy when she leaves town because I can sleep on her side of the bed. Right? Like, that's... No. I think that that's that, not that as just funny. Makes it, that makes it a little bit clearer. That's not as funny. I think it just makes it that little bit clearer that we need for the joke. The more misfortune, the funnier it is to me. So you don't want him to enjoy sleeping in bed with his mom. Correct. I would I would hate that. I well, would then, fucking hate that. Then I think the joke should be... If he be, fucking did. I think it should be, I like when my mom leaves town because I don't have to share my bed with her. Would probably be what he would say. In that event. Maybe that's what you would say. Maybe. No, because I don't sleep with my mom. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Why do you have bunk beds in your room then, bud? Okay, first of all, it's my brother's room, and second of all, it's not bunk beds. So your mom sleeps in your brother's room with him? With you? So your mom sleeps in your brother's room with you? No. I sleep... Then where does she sleep, Jake? I sleep in my mom's bed. She sleeps in my brother's room. And my dad sleeps on the couch. Well, that's intriguing. I guess What's intriguing the then? Smith family has a pretty good sleeping arrangement then. Is that yeah, right, Jake? So, Is that what's right? So intriguing? What's so intriguing? You got there? a good sleeping arrangement over there? I would say In so. my America? Well, it's my America, too. It's my America. And I want I it now. Anyway, Darren, that is up against love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Okay. So, uh, we've heard, uh, that's a very good joke. Once again, an, another amazing one-liner up against a very obscure one-liner, a very absurd one-liner that... As Jake has clearly pointed out, goes over your if you're not into like absurdist comedy, it goes over your head pretty easily. Uh, you're you're not you want things to be spoon you want things to be explained to you. You want me to a little bit of information to be just spoon fed to you. Yeah, That's I would what you say. Want. So I would say that uh, like my joke is sort of like looking at like a painting like going to a museum and looking at a painting your joke is sort of like looking at a wall that's, that's not like, my joke it's william's joke no i know i know i'm i'm just saying okay william's joke is sort of like looking at a wall that's been painted like a sort of different color he would know? love to uh, he would probably love to hear that that would probably be like one of his favorite things to, that you said like, my, my joke is sort of, and it's not my joke, it's a Stephen K. Amos joke. It's sort of like the Mona Lisa, and his is sort of like a a, a wall-painted Robin's egg blue. I thought Robin's egg was like a... Never mind. Um, 
Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're Jake, if you're a little baby boy who wants everything to be explained to him, then like my then, joke yeah, is, that one my joke doesn't is sort work of out like, for you. My joke is sort of like going to a corn maze and like just being in awe of it, and your joke is sort of like looking at a lawn, like grass on a lawn. Sure. Um, I do agree with that being said, I do agree with Jake. Uh, I think that the Stephen K almost joke wins this one. Um, what I do think you, mean you agree with me. I didn't say anything yet. Oh, well, okay. Well, <laughs> I agree with everything you've said so far. Uh, that's true. Like I, I, I do agree with that sentiment of the, the art comparisons there. Good job, Jake. I guess you really did a good job there. Really did a fucking great, really great job there, pal. Um, I was. It just really got just, so dark in your room. I know your brother's room, room. Your brother's it's mother's my brother's room. Brother's room where my mom sleeps. Um, I think that. Uh, yeah, in my opinion, the Stephen K. Almost joke uh, wins this one. The William joke, as much as I love, uh, all pretty much. All of William's one-liners are fucking bangers, in my opinion. Uh, I think that, yeah, they, they don't reach a broad enough audience, which is often the problem with absurdist humor, and not everybody can relate. Like, you couldn't tell that at a party. I think everyone wouldn't laugh if you told <laughs> it at a party. Everyone, like Some people would think you're serious, and some people would laugh. No, I'm sure that no one on this podcast has ever told a joke that people couldn't tell if they were joking or not. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's never happened to both of us every day of our lives. Exactly. So, wow, Jake. Wow. All right, Jake's getting really specific right now. Um, he keeps smiling. I don't know why. I just am having a good time. In the dark? All right. Yeah. Uh, with this setup, you can't really see my hands, so... That's troubling. Uh, I... I, okay, I like the William joke. I th I think I've seen him perform. I I can't remember. I think it's just like it's a good joke, but I don't think it's a great joke. I think like for how absurd it is, I think like just joking about like s sleeping in bed with your mom. Like there's something a little bit I don't know. It just isn't doing it for me. I think, it, but it, it it is funny. It does set you up and then uh, twist what you what you think he's gonna say. But uh, I, I I like the I like the Stephen K. Almost joke. I like uh, I like people talking about love. It's like uh, love is like a box of chocolates, right, J Jaren? Jadaren? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, Jadake. Uh, I think that the Stephen K. Almost joke is more fleshed out, and I think it's uh, a better idea, and it gets people thinking more. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think the Stephen K. Almost joke should win this one. All right, Darren. Moving on to our final matchup of this round, we have uh, my second uh, contribution. Isis... You sis, we all sis for Ice Chris. That's a Harris Whittles uh, joke. All right. Uh, versus 
My wife and I were happy for 20 years, and then we met. That, of course, Darren. Rodney Dangerfield. So, uh, R.I.P. Harris Whittles. Uh, very uh, amazing joke writer, uh, Parks and Rec, um, among other shows. Um, he, that, Usis for Isis. Isis? Isis. Usis. We all sis for Ice Chris. Isis, Isis, Usis. We all sis for Ice Chris. It's, a, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's absurdist. I think I'm having the same... I think I'm having the same type of understanding moment as Jake had with the William joke that I told. Uh, I this th- is there's not enough uh, there's not enough backstory <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, this is a it's a funny a, it's a funny bunch of play on words though. That's a Harris Whittles joke that he uh, did on comedy bang bang on his foam corner which uh were just like rejected jokes that he didn't use for anything except for on the show and so i he has funnier jokes out there but i feel like that one really just embodies harris's uh energy yeah i i mean i would agree with that yeah harris harris whittles like but I feel like you you might have been able to pick a better it embodies his energy, but I think he's written better one liners i that's what I just said, Darren. That's what I just said, so it's not his best joke. I don't know, but yeah, well, you said you said best joke. It doesn't have to be a one liner if it's a joke, Jake anyway, okay, uh, I think he's written better one liners specifically than yes, that, I but yes, I agree. That. That, yeah, I mean, there's some there's some darkness in there, you know, but it is it's a little wacky if you don't have the backstory of who Harris Whittles is. It's one of his jokes that like I he, it's it seems like a throwaway when he even says it. Right. Like, yeah, he seems ashamed of it. Uh, but I think it's like it's it's fun. It's it's almost more fun to say than it is to hear, I think. Yeah. Isis, uh, you sis, we all sis for Ice Chris. Up against uh, hmm, the Rodney Dangerfield one. This one's tough. I'll let you go first on this one because I feel like I went first in the last couple. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Obviously, uh, Harris Whittles I respect. And, of course, Rodney Dangerfield, I don't. Yeah, nobody does. Um, yeah, he can't get any respect. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, both dead. Correct. Uh, both probably did a lot of drugs, is my uh, understanding of it. I believe, yes, that is correct. Both of them did a lot of drugs. Definitely more, certainly more than you and I. Yeah, I mean... I think uh, anybody on the street has done more drugs than me, but uh, I don't mean like just living on, on the street. Just living, yeah, I mean, okay. Like, I mean, like if you pick a person at random, it's people on the street. Eight, 
if they're over the age of six, yeah, they got me beat. People on the street. Yeah. Uh, we should get some man on the street interviews for the show. Yeah, where's fucking Billy when you need him? <laughs> uh, hey, excuse me. What? Uh, how many drugs have you done? My my child is seven. I'm not talking to you. You gotta yell that though and stare into their soul. Yeah. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be Billy. I was just. I I'm just writing the. Uh. 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 Okay. So the hair stroke. It's not his best stroke. It's not his best one-liner. I just think it's like. The the weird dumb wordplay is what I think of when I think of Harris. And it doesn't really make any sense. But it is like funny in just a way that uh I think like don't think about it, just listen to the words and it's funny, right? First the uh the Rodney Dangerfield joke, I think is it's just like it's a classic, right? It's it's a classic because it's his joke. It's a classic because it's like, my wife and I were happy for 20 years. Like, that's just, that's like a thing you hear people say, right? Like, oh, and then what happened? And it's just unexpected. Uh, and you gotta wonder why he stayed married to this broad, right? Like, uh, what's the deal there, Darren? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Rodney Dangerfield joke even though I do love Harris's humor and I do I think that's a very funny joke I'm going to agree with you uh I think Rodney Dangerfield's joke just has a better joke structure and Harris Whittles is wacky but it's I don't know I mean it's just it is like it sounds like a throwaway joke it sounds like a joke that he threw away and does doesn't use because uh, there's no context. I, mean, I don't know how it would do in a crowd, you know. But, yeah. Darren, I don't think he's using any of these jokes, really. Anyway, Ronnie Dangerfield moves on. Who Who's next? All right, moving on to the semi-peen matchups, Darren. The semi-hemis. Uh, no. We just did the semi-hemis. I thought we were... Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, we have your joke from uh, Jeremy Renner, I think it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, do you want to repeat it for us? Cops be like, I can't be racist. My wife's eye is black. Versus, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. Here we go, Darren. This is a tough. Why are we doing this one first? <laughs> I like should do the, the other one first. Because this is the order the brackets in. Fuck. All right. You wanna you wanna just run it back and start with the other matchup? Almost. Because <laughs> I feel like these are two. These are the better two of like the other of the other ones. These well, two are better in my. Uh, it seems. So do you want to do that? No, you've taken too long. You know what? Let's just... Let's talk it okay, out. Okay, Darren. Let's, no, no, no. Let's talk it out. Let's no, talk it okay. out. Let's, let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. So... Okay. So we have... 
one, as I said before, not a timeless joke, but a uh, a good social joke, a good aware joke, nonetheless. And then we have a very self-aware and probably timeless joke as well. But I don't the think... caveat about the Mitch Hedberg joke is not everybody can tell it and get a response. Because, like, if... Like, my, if my Christian stepdad told that joke, no one would fucking believe him. He'd be like, you don't do drugs. But yeah, if, like, if me, if, if, if daddy told it, if, da- if big daddy told it, he'd be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. That guy can say any joke and get a laugh. Except his own. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think like the timelessness of a joke necessarily means anything, right? Like, I think the point about the timelessness thing is it just gives it more utility. Sure. I think like, if we're talking about what will be the more lasting joke, then I think the Mitch Hedberg one, uh, hopefully, but honestly, (laughs) if we're being realistic here, they're both probably pretty, uh pretty evergreen in that sense um but like i like 25 years ago like if mitch hedberg told the joke about the cop being racist i don't think it would have hit the same right i mean i don't know i don't know exactly how much people knew back then i wasn't i wasn't uh i mean rodney king had already happened by that point that's true. But that... I don't know. I don't know, Darren. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, that was like a one-time incident, right? Like... Yeah, it's probably oh, true. Oh, this, this is such a tragic one-off happening. This is a tragic, isolated incident <laughs> that only happens once every 50 years. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but, like, I don't think... If we're talking about what's the... Because I think we want to pick the best joke right now, right? Like... I'm sure there were jokes that seemed timeless back in the day that are we wouldn't find funny or we wouldn't I mean I'm sure there was some like timeless uh you know jokes about any given race or whatever yeah anyway the point being these are two really good jokes one of them is just like a total absurd like out there thing to say one of them is like more relevant because like the i'm not racist because thing is like a a common thing so it's like uh it's playing off of something that we know versus the uh used to do drugs thing is just god it's just it's so funny because it's like you don't know what to expect, right? Sure. I think they're both very, very funny. And I'm not sure. I, I don't know, Darren. What do you think? What is your opinion? I mean, this one's really tough. It's like you really just go with which joke makes you laugh harder. And on this one, like the first time I heard both jokes, I don't know which one I laughed harder at. <laughs> um, you have... 
a legend whose career was very short-lived and will forever go down as one of the best one-liner writers in history versus not a legend whose career is probably at this point longer than the legend's career. So it's tough. I mean, I think... If I had to pick, I'm probably going to go with the one that demands more. Uh, The one that calls people out. I'm a fan of calling people out. So as much as I love Mitch Hedberg, I'm going to have to go with the Zack Reinert one here. There's a reason it went viral on Twitter and nobody knew who the fuck he was. Like, he wasn't famous, but the joke went viral. He did another joke that just went viral about, uh, I think, Alabama, like, outlawed abortion or something like that. He did a joke about that. I don't know what it is, but it was like two 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 popes walked into uh something. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, it's something. Yeah. Alright. Let's go with that. Uh I'm gonna go with the Zach Reiner joke. I'm just gonna you know, look past the point that Mitch Hedberg is a total legend and I'm gonna I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. That's a really fucking good joke the the cop one yeah i think that the i used to do drugs and i still do i used to like that's it's i think that's a great joke i loved it when i first heard it i love it now and look i only heard that joke for the first time today but like if we're beat that's the one that made me laugh right like i really did laugh at that i think it's a very funny joke and i think it is saying something um it's yeah like it's i don't know if i would make the same choice in like a month but right now i think that's the best joke yeah all right all right that moves on to the finals who knows how it'll do there (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, we'll see versus a couple uh just a couple upbeat uh looks at love Love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Versus my wife and I were happy for 20 years, then we met. So there's an, there's an elephant in the room with this one. Uh, I feel needs to be addressed. Um, there's something to be said about making people laugh with no curse words. Because... Curse words can juice up. They they can juice up a joke. I mean, they can. Um, depending on where you use them, how it's said, a lot of things. I mean, words can, but words, regular words, they don't give you the boost that that a curse word would typically give you. I think. I guess, in my opinion, maybe I'm. I think I'm projecting a little bit here, but. Um, there's something to be said about Rodney Dangerfield, who is a normally pretty risky, dirty comedian who made a really good one-liner that didn't use any curse words versus a guy I don't know that much about, honestly. I don't know much about Stephen K. almost. Um, but yeah, I, I think... There's something to be said about the joke writing that goes into a joke that doesn't use a curse word versus one that does. 
because if there's no curse word, I feel like the idea is more naked, you know, like I feel like an idea. It's not it's not dressed up by any any garnishes. You know what I'm saying? I think this I think this speaks to how much I love curse words, but I I love them so much that I think that they give certain jokes a boost in um, in how funny they can be. So I I don't know. I mean, what, I get what you're what saying. What do you have to say? Like I I see what you're saying. There's definitely times when like so like recently I watched the last season of Superstore and like every once in a while it's like bleeped, but every once in a while they'll like swear. And it's always like surprising because you don't ex- like whatever the context, like you don't expect them to say like the F word or whatever, even when it's bleeped, like it's, that's always like surprising and funny. And so like, I agree with you that like it can juice up a joke. But I'm not sure that with the the first joke, I'm not sure it's juicing it. Like I think it's just, I think it's just the the most because the trick about a one liner is you want to like make it as quick as possible, right? Like some of the one liners on this like these lists were like four sentences long, and it's like that's not a one liner. That's a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. So like. Love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably poop. Like, is that? It's not, as, it's not like, as funny. I don't think there's another word that. I don't know. I don't know that it's because it's a swear word or because of like. I don't know. But if it does boost a joke, wouldn't is doesn't that just make it a funnier joke? Well, that's if what that's I'm, what you're saying. I mean, well, yeah, but that's. I'm not saying it's good or a good or bad thing. I'm just saying it can liven up a joke. Because if you say poop, I mean, that's also funny, but I just think shit is the funniest word you could say. Because crap, that's not funny. It's like you're trying to keep yourself contained and people can see right through that shit. So no one wants to laugh at it because there's no honesty. It feels dishonest in the end. Uh, because you're trying to pull a punch, you're trying to pull your punches there so you can be family friendly. Um, but I also think like because shit has multiple meanings, it works in the context, right? Like well, if you have to force love, it's yes. shit. Yes, yes, right. Like that's why it works. Mm-hmm. You would, if you have to force love, it's poop. Like that doesn't. <laughs> well, crap works too, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, no one's saying crap. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not funny. No one has ever wanted to say crap. I only said it when I was a child. Uh, unless you're at Vegas, baby. You're Some, not saying crap. Sometimes I say crap. I just Cut the crap. I, yeah, sometimes I say cut the crap. No, I usually say cut the shit. I don't know, man. We'll do a bracket about cuss words. We'll do a bracket I about actually, curse words. I was actually, I swear I was thinking about this. Okay. We're going to do a bracket about curse words. Um, and you know what's number one, baby? The number one seed? The N-word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so dark in your room. My mom's going to hate the the curse word bracket. I'll tell Let's you what. To listen. She we'll constantly record. complains that we already curse as much as we do. 
Anytime she brings up the podcast, she says, well, I just think you guys can be funny, just as funny without all the curse words. We can't be. No, we can't. I tell her that. I'm like, no. Curse words juice I, up a joke. I like when Darren's mom goes out of town so I can sleep on her side of the bed. It's different when you say it. Why? Because uh, it, means, it, it means different things. Um... This one's tough, Jake. Do you have any thoughts? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, uh, an impossible flip on this tech deck really quick. Okay. It doesn't sound like you landed it. I landed that one. Like landed I landed that one. Um. So the thing with like the Rodney Dangerfield joke is, it's funny and on paper it's funny, but I think like, it, it sells it better when you've got Rodney Dangerfield just fucking drenched in sweat like nervously adjusting his tie and saying it like i think i think that he brings so much more to his jokes than like they have on paper just with his whole persona but i also think like if you watch his stand-up it is very rapid fire but a lot of the jokes are like along the same lines right like it's (laughs) it's a lot about how like his wife and him never have sex. She's ugly. She cheats on him. She doesn't respect him. She hates him. Yeah. Which, like, that's his that's his thing, right? So I get it. But if you, like... It's tough because I think if you think about it in some of the context, it's funnier. But if you think about it fully in context, it seems a little more just like, yeah, okay, I get it. I think you bring up a good point because it is hard for me to imagine... That joke not being said by Rodney Dangerfield. And I think that could have been why I think it's so funny. Like, some of these jokes, you could imagine anyone saying that. Like, imagine Dimitri Martin saying this joke. You'd be like, that's not... That's not your style. Yeah, that's not you. Which would probably make it, like, funny, like... Yeah. In some sense. Anyway, Darren. I think... I'm leaning towards the love joke just because it's I do think it feels more universal and it feels like like the Rodney Dangerfield one feels very much of its time because like if someone today was like yeah my wife and I used to be happy and then we met it's like why did you get married why are you why are you telling this joke like I don't do you think Rodney Dangerfield would be big today if you did like I think he'd be big today based on his career, how his career was already... Like, if his career started right now and he was doing the same bits. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I don't... Because I think he shaped a lot of what we... Like, why we have what we have with comedy. So, I I don't know. This is the same as, like, saying, well, the Beatles wouldn't be big today. Like, that's... You can't say that because you don't know what they would... They wouldn't just, like... He wouldn't tell the same jokes today. Yeah. So it's not like I'm trying to say he's not funny or whatever. I'm just trying to imagine like what audiences would, how they would take it. I don't think they would like it the same. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, I mean, I, I agree with you too about which joke should move forward. I think the love joke is is the better joke. All right, Darren. Let's move swiftly ahead to the final matchup where we have. <clears throat> Are you making me read the, the joke that I have now? Yeah, because yours is the first. Okay, all right, I will. Uh, cops be like, I can't be racist. My wife's eye is black. 
Yeah. Because uh, he punched it. Correct. Uh, versus love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. It's I gotta say, crap. up to this up to this end point, I'm surprised with how many original jokes have stayed on the list. I think it was two and two. I yeah, I mean, but still, I thought we were just gonna wipe every one with the new funny jokes. We had free reign over whatever joke we wanted, over whatever one liner we wanted, and two remained. Yeah, part of that is uh, Darren's fault, but we don't have to get into that. Cool. Uh, I mean, dude, the, this one's pretty but easy. They, I think you you alluded to it in the you alluded to it first in the beginning. So I don't know if you have anything to say, I'll let you say it. But I I know what I chose. I know what I choose. No, I think that for one thing, like it's been a bit so far, but like really breaking down a joke is the least funny thing you can do probably like for the actual joke and like the more we repeat them the less like <laughs> punch they have right yeah that would be interesting to see a comedian like repeat jokes like i know sometimes like big i believe bands, tim heidecker does that in his new special <laughs> like big bands that are like one hit wonders sometimes they'll like open and close with their big song Ugh. And I've seen like bands play the same song twice, but it'd be interesting to see a comedian do it. <laughs> like just open with the same joke you close with. When I was younger, my dad took me to see Daniel Tosh and somebody asked him to do a famous joke of his. And he said, no, why would you want to hear the same joke you've already heard like years ago again now? Why is it going to be different if I say it in front of you? And I, that was when I realized, because before that point, I was like, damn, I hope he does this joke. I hope he does this joke. Going into that show, I was very young. And then when he made that point, I was like, that's a fucking good point. Like, I've already heard the joke. Why does it make it different to see it, him say it? Well, then why go see a comedian? Why not just watch like a special, right? To like, see it's, what it's new different. shit they have. It is different. It's different. Why? Why go see a band when you can just listen to the album? There's the experience of the band, but music is different, though. You don't head bop to fucking jokes. Maybe you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can listen to an album on repeat, like, all the time. You can listen to it fucking a bunch, and that can be your jam. That can be what you go to when you're depressed. If you do that with an album, it will outstay its welcome a lot. With a comedy album, it will outstay its welcome a lot faster. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't want to go see a comedian. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I think... I think it depends on the comedian and the situation. But, like, if you go see... If you went to see Rodney Dangerfield, I bet you would expect to see, like, a lot of the same stuff right most likely yeah and then someone like andy kaufman who what like just had bits that he would do like repeatedly right like his impersonations i believe so but he did different things he did more like 
as far as I understand what Andy Kaufman did, he, he had... He wasn't like a joke-telling comedian. Yeah, he he did, like, acts. He was a song and dance man. Yeah, exactly. In his view. Anyway, Darren, uh, the, the cop joke goes forward. Yeah, the cop joke wins. Zach Reiner... Uh, let's make a trophy and send it to him. Is it weird that like I've seen him several times, like at open mics and such? Don't particularly talk to the guy. Like I don't really know him very well at don't all. Don't like his comedy. Don't like him as a person. <laughs> I love his comedy, but like I've <laughs> talked to him on average. Like I think I've had like one conversation, one or two conversations with him in total over the course of like four years, and uh, he just won. A bracket that I do on a podcast that of mine. Uh, yeah. Is that weird? Is, is that creepy? Him. That's kind of creepy, right? I don't think so. All right. Uh, it's no creepier than anything else we've ever done. Darren, let's wrap this bad boy up. Cool. Uh, congratulations, Zach. Zachster. Zach Reiner, you win. Um. Listen to our podcast and you'll find out that you won. Uh, So next time you see him, let him know that he should just uh, (laughs) pop the show on. What are your final thoughts, Jake? Uh, Just stay loose out there, everybody. Uh, Both in attitude and do some stretches. You don't want to pull anything. It's It's a long life we're all living. Is that it? Yeah. Um, keep, it, keep it sleazy. My final thoughts are don't overlook the underdog. Give the little guy a chance. It's kind of been the theme of my week. Uh, say uh, say there's like a podcast you like that's not very popular, but you think it's really good. Why don't you go tell all your friends about it? Yeah, why don't you hit those guys up on Instagram or Twitter at Snickles cast and just tell them a, a bracket you might want to do. They even print most, they even put a picture of most of their brackets up uh, on their feed. Like when they do them, so you can fill them out as you go before you hear the podcast. Yeah. Before you hear the episode. It's a March madness sort of thing. Yeah. We don't do everyone. Cause this one in particular is really tough to fill out with a bunch of jokes going into those spaces. Yeah. It'd be a, th- a pi- this picture really would be a thousand words. <laughs> So you know what I'm saying, but you know, you can just make a mental note for these type of episodes, but yeah, you know, or you could even, you know, watch them on YouTube, uh, Snickles, yeah. you know, uh, my girlfriend recently watched our newest video and said it was too long and that Darren that's, could have cut more out of it. That's what a lot of people <laughs> have said. Yeah. It's too long. Well, uh, also, also a note that I gave during the process, but I didn't want to work on it. So I let Darren, I let Darren have, uh, we had the, we had the, the hone cut. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, I'm back on Twitch and I have a better looking interface. I have a better looking screen on Twitch. Check out the new digs. It's still a work in progress, but it at least looks a little better. I'm gonna get I new just wish, shit. Uh, I wish the bottom right of your streams looks a little bit better. That's true. I mean, I do too. I have to. I I have to watch that screen to play because my my computer doesn't have 
it's not high enough power to play two mon- play two screens at once. No, I'm saying uh, the part where you are, Darren. That's what I'm saying. I wish I didn't have to look at it too. I wish it. I wish it was. I wish there was someone else there. Yeah, you Anyone imagine else. when you do the podcast, you pretend it's someone else. I watch myself. You say their name sometimes when we're podcasting together. That's true. Anyway. Uh, I uh, Darren was streaming this weekend, and I told him that he should put a firework in his head and blow it up. Yeah, I don't know how that would be possible, but I definitely saw the, I saw it. And someone agreed with me. I don't know who that was. I don't think he agreed. Yeah, they said nice. I agree. Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he did. I don't know who that was, though. I know who it was. All right. It was Daniel Tosh. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, oh, Count Zoloft on Twitch is his name. He said it. Yeah, Count Zoloft. Uh, Darren, why don't you uh, why don't you sign us off for once? Okay, as we always say, Jake's room got a lot darker. Now that Darren's gone, I can just say that uh, I'm sorry about him, and we did take a little bit of a break there, and it was his fault, and I'm just sorry for that. Uh, I was trying to get I was trying to get the show going, but Darren didn't want to, so uh, let him know your complaints. I love you all. Thank you. I'm gonna Bye. take a nap.